Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the vision hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You'll feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. What a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine day. There's something fishy about the week ahead. Is it Hartwell Lake or Lake Hartwell? We'll answer these questions and more today on the Anderson Observer Podcast News from People You Trust. As always, the Anderson Observer Podcast News from People You Trust is made possible by Sullivan's at Brookstone and Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill downtown. Anderson's best lunch spot for dinner Thursday through Friday and lunch on Wednesdays through Sundays is Sullivan's at Brookstone. That's right. You can get lunch from Sullivan's at Brookstone on Sundays. You need to check them out at face, on their Facebook page at Sullivan's at Brookstone or go to Sullivan'sBrookstone.com. Or you can go downtown to the traditional Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill, the one that made it happen, the mothership, the, the one place that a man came in, Bill Nickus and his wife Sabra, and helped start the entire revitalization of downtown Anderson. That's Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill, probably the most celebrated restaurant in Anderson's history, written up in national magazines, Wall Street Journal, all sorts of culinary magazines. People drive from hundreds of miles away just to eat at Sullivan. so hope to see you there. It has been a great week in Anderson, if uh, you notice the weather's changing. Now, the Bells building, however, remains standing. Uh, it was supposed to come down February 22nd, but after weeks of attempts to demolish it, apparently... The building is indestructible, and word is leaking out on the streets that crews that have been sent inside the building to begin the process of demolition have disappeared and that no one wants to fight the ghost of Mr. Whitner, who seems to say he's not quite ready to lose that crumbling landmark building downtown. Well, either that or this is one slow demolition crew. I'll let you be the judge of that. Well, first they waited until the ice skating ended at Carolina Wren Park, and then that weather is kind of, you know, come and gone. And now maybe they're waiting till after the St. Patrick's Day Parade this Saturday downtown. Now, those races start at 8 a.m. and the parade is at 10. You can check out the details on the Anderson Observer story, or you can search for Race the Rainbow on Facebook for more information about the St. Patrick's Day stuff going on in downtown Anderson this weekend. There's a few news items of note this week. Uh, again, politics seem to be the thing everybody's interested in, even though it's still a little early, but it, the countdown towards the South Carolina uh, primaries are getting closer. Uh, there's a Anderson County's County Council District One has a new candidate. When um, former Lindsey Graham staffer Craig Wooten threw, threw his name into the hat this week, now that seat is currently held by veteran councilman Francis Crowder, and it is the first to be officially contested. Although maybe some others will be as well. Now, Mr. Crowder has yet to decide. He said Monday at uh, a Republican event that he has yet to decide whether he will run for another term of county council. He's on the finance committee. He's head, uh, chairman of the finance committee and has been chairman of council. And he's still yet to decide if he's going to serve another term. It's always good for democracy, though, to have at least two candidates in every race. And that includes the sheriff's race. Uh, current sheriff John Skipper is going to seek a third term, but he's being challenged by former sheriff department spokesman Chad McBride. He was, um, you know, like I said, he, he worked for the, the office there before. Also by another former sheriff's investigator, Stan Ashley, and a former South Carolina Highway Patrol trooper, Jeremy Pickens. They're all set to compete against Skipper in June's Republican primary. Now, no Democrats have announced plans to run so far. Still could. 
Now, the 10th Circuit Solicitor's Race has three candidates so far, and they're all Republicans as well, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But they're all looking to replace Solicitor Chrissy Adams, who's not seeking a fourth term because of health reasons. So we've got Anderson County Deputy Solicitor Raym Campbell, David Wagner, who's in charge of the 10th Judicial Circuit Oconee County Office, and Wilson Burr, who resigned his post as Chief Public Defender in Oconee County at the end of 2015 to seek this office. The reason all these folks are seeking uh, to run as Republicans is because South Carolina is one of 11 states remaining where you can vote straight uh, ticket. You can push one button and vote for your entire slate of candidates. However you feel about that, it means that basically our election for the candidates we're sending forward here are generally Republicans because this is a a state that generally now historically has voted Republican for quite some time now. Uh, the candidates, though, still have until noon on March 30th to file to get in any race. So if you're interested in running for county council in your district, if you're interested in running for some other race in the county or the state, you've got until March 30th to get your name on the ballot for the June 14th primary. And don't forget the general election this year is November the 8th. I will keep you updated on those races as we get closer, and I'll also have some of these candidates on, candidates on the podcast all are being invited uh, a few at a time, so I hope to get everybody on here before the primaries in June. In case you missed it, this has been a pretty busy week. The Cancer Association of Anderson marked its 13th birthday. Of course, we had uh, Angie Stringer, the new director, on board here, and Catherine Smith's been talking a lot about it. Catherine did a great job starting that organization 13 years ago, helped a lot of people, still helps a tre- tremendous number of local folks and their families when they're battling cancer. These are great organizations. Uh, so is uh, Meals on Wheels of Anderson had their big annual spaghetti lunch this week. Always a great fundraiser for them. They do great work, feed over 600 seniors every single day that wouldn't get a hot meal if it weren't for them. All supported by this community. Need to keep supporting the folks and as they serve our community. That includes AIM, which has the connector run coming up in a couple of weeks. You can, if you're a walker, if you just want to walk it or if you want to actually run the race, uh, you can race the connector. You can do it out there when uh, you've, you've always wanted to go fast. See how fast you can run on the East-West connector. You can find information on aimcharity.org, their website, or you can search uh, AIM on Facebook, and it'll give you more information about that walk and run. Well, meanwhile, it is spring weather. The spring weather is here, and uh, we're springing forward our clock Saturday, so we're going to lose that hour until the fall. And people are already heading out to this county's premier attraction, Hartwell Lake. Or, Or is it Lake Hartwell? You hear a lot of folks choosing sides on this issue, and I heard somebody really wanting to get to an argument about it, which I'm not going to do. But I will say, if you go into the records, the people who built the the lake have an answer. It's Hartwell Lake. But you can still enjoy it either way, even if you say it incorrectly. But if you really want to know more about the lake that has brought more moving trucks full of folks from other states to our county than just about anything else, you'll want to catch the opening of the Anderson County Museum's newest exhibit Tuesday from 7 to 8. It's a history of the lake with photos, important items from the past 62 years of the making of Hartwell Lake. All that will be on display so I hope to see you out there early. I'll be there early because it is a county council night Tuesday as well, but I should be there about 5. Hope to see you at the Anderson County Museum for the opening night of that exhibit. Now, if you're you're busy Tuesday, you can still stop by the museum later to see that exhibit. You'll be glad you did because one of the things that's going to be on display is the 2015 Bassmaster Classic winner Casey Ashley's championship trophy. So you want to see that 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 big thing. And the exhibit is just in time for a massive tournament. The FLW Professional Fishing Tournament kicks off at Green Pond Landing next Thursday. A lot of other events coming up, too. they got more than 170 boats that will be on the water for the top prizes in the four-day event. And all the activities are going to be held right here in Anderson out at Green Pond. 
launch time each day will be just after 7, so look for good crowds if you want to go out and watch all these boats. Um, should be a little better weather than February of 2015 when it was 8 degrees and the boats were freezing to their trailers. We're looking for beautiful weather right now. The forecast is looking really good. Now, the pre-tournament events, including a lot of fishing clinics, uh, a dinner at a church, and some other things are starting now. You can check out their Facebook page, or there was a story in Friday's Anderson Observer, news, news from people you trust, for details on fishing clinics and those other special programs and events. Now, one of the people who's most responsible for making this thing big and really making it work here as a big event in Anderson is Neil Paul. I'm Neil Paul. Um, I'm the sales manager at Visit Anderson, the Convention of Visitors Bureau here in Anderson. And one of the big things you do is and the fishing tournaments are under your, under your net, right? <laughs> those are things you handle. Well, a little bit. I think we take, I take the lead on them, but couldn't do it without the, uh, the support that we get from Anderson County and particularly the Parks Department, which oversees Green Pond Landing. And so really as a group and as a team, we work together. Um, but I guess if, if you had to put a – when it comes down to signing contracts, yeah, we, we you know, that the, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, that's something we do and, and put that together. But then we have a great group of, of folks with us, a team behind us, and, and we're able to execute these things. Well, we got a really big tournament coming up. Uh, tell me a little bit about this. It's the uh, the FLW series comes back to Lake Hartwell, uh, March seventeenth through the twentieth. It'll be FLW's first time uh, back on Lake Hartwell since uh, two thousand fourteen. So two years ago they were here, but their first time back on Anderson County soil since two thousand twelve. So we're very excited to have them back. Um, it's their first time in Green Pond Landing, so they're very excited about being here. We're very excited about having them here, and it. It continues to be a great relationship that we have between the CVB, Anderson County, and with FLW. How many how many fishermen are coming? Do we know? Yeah. Um, in fact, in my last conversation with FLW yesterday, it's a full field. It'll be 170 pros, 170 co-anglers. And so the, the format is a Thursday through Sunday event. Uh, you'll have a, a full field fishes Thursday and Friday, so 170 pros. 170 co-anglers will fish on Thursday and Friday. At the conclusion of Friday, they will crown a co-angler champion. Also, they cut the field down from 170 to 20. So the top 20 pros will go out and fish on Saturday. The top 10 pros will fish Sunday. So 20 actually cuts to 10 for the final day. Now, while that's going on, the, uh, the college series, their national championships are going to be held on Lake Kiwi. Uh, that that event is either a Friday, Saturday, or Thursday through Saturday, but they will bring the college finalist to Green Pond on Saturday afternoon and crown the college champion at Green Pond as well on Saturday afternoon. So the way in and all is this time we're going to be here in Anderson, right? Going Everything's to going to take place at Green Pond Landing. In fact, the schedule really uh, for the four days will be uh, launch each morning, uh, the 17th through the 20th, they'll launch each morning from Green Pond at 7.30. Weigh-ins the first two days, uh, Thursday and Friday, are going to take place at 3 o'clock. Weigh-ins on Saturday and Sunday will take place at 4 p.m. Also, there will be an outdoor expo uh, with this event as well, put on by FLW, and that, that will be held at Green Pond also. And the outdoor expo will take place from noon to 4 on Saturday and Sunday. Hey, Tell me, um, maybe you know this, Neil. Um, one of the uh, anglers is doing a uh, clinic for disabled kids, right? Do you know anything about that? 
I do. Uh, in fact, um, I think that's a really neat. It is, and and it's a young man that um, it's a young man that's tied in with Special Olympics, and actually, um, they kind of put me on the spot here. Yeah. He's actually working with the Parks Department because Special Olympics falls right. as uh, one of it falls under Special Pops with uh, sure. Anderson County Parks. Uh, Matt Shell and Sharon Nicomito are actually working with that angler and FLW on that particular event. Right. I believe but it's yeah. a Chris Taylor Park Saturday morning. It is. It and is. I, I, the reason I mentioned that is I wanted to kind of get the, the breadth of this event. This is not just a bunch of guys fishing on the lake, which is big, and this is a bigger tournament than the Bassmasters in terms of numbers of boats. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and it's one of and, – and really, and if we can, you know, to, to talk about the others for a second – a Bassmaster Classic and a Forcewood Cup, which is the FLW's championship uh, at the end of the season, those will be the only two events that we would ever have to share uh, with another community. Not that we don't mind sharing events with other communities, but everything with the facilities that we have here in Anderson between the Civic Center of Anderson and Green Pond Landing, the only two events that we would ever have to share with another community would be a Forcewood Cup. And and a uh, and a Bassmaster Classic. So with this being a an FLW tour, a Pro Series stop, you know we'll have 170 pros fish this event, but it'll all be housed right here in Anderson County. And Green Pine will get that national spotlight without the temperatures being eight degrees. <laughs> no, it, it will be, but it, and it's exciting because you know with you know with the Bassmaster Classic taking place this week out in Oklahoma. They're they're expecting some cooler temperatures, but nothing like what we experienced here last year. And I tell folks, hey, we're a year out from the cl- – and people still talk about the fact that the Bassmaster Classic on Lake Hartwell and Anderson was the coldest Bassmaster Classic in the 45, now 46-year history of the event. And rather than running from it, I kind of think it's fun. It's something that probably we should embrace because now that the Classic's moved into the month of March – on Bass's schedule, it's probably a record that we can hold on to for a while. Well, even people who don't go out are going to notice that there's a lot of people in town. It sounds like the hotels are going to get full and the restaurants are going to be full, and it's going to be a really big influx of folks in town. Oh, no question. In fact, um, the tournament's the 17th through the 20th of March, but we're already making arrangements for for pros and their staffs and their families and even sponsors to come into town as early as March 10th, March 11th, so we'll get we'll get the bulk of the uh, competitors and the bulk of the folks in town for seven to ten days with this event, and that doesn't count the time that they've spent here prior to now. The lake just went off limits to these guys on Sunday, and so that being said, the time that it's been open for practice, we've had pros uh, in and out of, of Anderson now for like a month, a month and a half getting ready for this event. Now, okay, so this is coming up, and uh, when this runs, it'll be about a week and a half off. Um, what's next? What's the next big? Uh, we'll follow it up in April with the Ray Scott Championship, which is put on by ABA, American Bass Anglers, and it's going to be another large event. It will have 180, it'll be 185, 180 uh, boaters and non-boaters. It's an uh, ABA is the uh, largest amateur organization in the country. Um, there are no no pros that fish that circuit. They're not eligible. 
to fish that circuit, but it will be guys that have qualified through the various divisions nationally of the uh, ABA circuit, um, and they've qualified for the Ray Scott Championship, which is uh, for folks that, that remember the name Ray Scott. Ray Scott is the founder of Bass, um, you know, which is really the leader you know, nationally in bass fishing. But um, Ray Scott's the founder of Bass, and once he sold off his share of bass to, to ESPN some years ago, he uh, aligned himself with American Bass Anglers, and they have a champ their championships named for him now. It's the Ray Scott Championship. We'll host it in April. It'll be the seventh uh, through the tenth. Although folks will start coming into town on the third of April to begin not only practice, but there'll be an outdoor expo uh, that accompanies this event. It'll take place in the Civic Center of Anderson, uh, the eighth, ninth, and tenth of April. Uh, Ray Scott will be here in town for a few days with us, so we'll have Mr. Bass himself on uh, Anderson County soil, but we have uh, four days of fishing, the 7th through the 10th. We'll have the Outdoor Expo at the Civic Center, the 8th, 9th, and 10th, and ABA will be in town that entire week getting ready for that that event as well. And it'll be 175, 180 uh, boaters along with non-boaters, so we'll have on the plus side of 300 guys fishing the lake again for a week. I know the Bassmasters, they came back with a figure of 22 to $28 million economic impact. Do we have any estimates yet on what kind of economic impact the FLW will have? Or We do have those numbers. Uh, FLW has a, uh, they have information that they put together, and it's a, I want to say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of a million and a half dollars uh, per tournament stop on their on their pro series tour now obviously with with bass you're dealing with uh, a championship right so the forest wood cup for flw would obviously place you know that those numbers would would carry higher right as far as the community goes but for a regular tour stop with flw they project about a million and a half um on their 1.5 on their uh, economic impact and then aba uh offers a conservative number of about a half million dollars on their uh on their tournament the race Scott championship in april so back-to-back months two uh really good events not only for our lake but for our community and the county's investment in green ponds obviously paying off in gold <laughs> absolutely it you know and it really there's and and i can't say enough about the facility it's going to be important it's going to be important that you know that we continue to to uh, to bring it along. You know, obviously, folks see it now. It's not it's not complete. It's just in uh, you know probably a third of the way finished. It's going to be as important as it is now. It's going to continue to to grow in importance. I tell people when it's finished, we'll be able to host everything here except Shark Week. And, <laughs> we don't want that. And, you know and. Um, well, the, and, and there's more money already ready for stage two, right? It's, it's already. That's my understanding. I know uh, Matt Shell and, and the folks at Anderson County have continued to. Six hundred thousand, in that right? Six sixty. Six sixty. They continue to work really hard to acquire those funds, and I, I've said this. I think award-winning Matt Shell, you mean <laughs> a young man who just won. That's right. Uh, but you know, in it's important. It'll be important that we continue to show progress out there, and, and we're doing that. The county's committed to it. And um, and we'll continue to uh, to show progress and working towards the goal of having it finished. And like I said, when we there's not a week that goes by now that we don't feel calls in some form or fashion, whether it's 
you know, local tournaments and local folks trying to get involved um, to, to national level events and tournaments coming in and folks that we can have on the lake. So it's definitely, I mean, I've said this before, it completely, when, uh, when Green Pond came online, it completely changed and revolutionized the way that we were able to come to sell and, um, and, and market the lake, uh, which I think to me is our greatest asset here in the county. And, um, you just can't say enough about it. Well, and for people who haven't been out and maybe even people who aren't huge fishermen, it's, it's a major spectacle to watch them launch the boats. That's just, if you haven't seen that in person. Oh, it is. It, it really is. In fact, I, you know, there were folks that, uh, that came out when we launched the Bassmaster Classic last year and, in 10 degrees and and even on day two when it was i think 23 degrees um there were people that came out to watch it that just okay we've heard about it okay we've seen all the wrapped boats and the wrapped trucks in town all week what is this about and they come out and see it and it's really um i guess one way to come it's nascar on water i mean it really is and if you and if you've watched a race on sunday or, or Friday night or, or Saturday afternoon, you know what the, you know, you know what NASCAR looks like. Imagine NASCAR on water, and that's a lot of what it looks like. And I'm putting you on the spot here again, but do you remember when the launches are each day? I do. Uh, all four days, the launches will take place at 7.30 uh, okay. a.m. Uh, the pre-stuff uh, will start about 7.25, prayer, national anthem, things like that, and then they'll start the launch ceremonies at 7.30 each day. Now, that could change in the event of maybe a, a thunderstorm, a morning thunderstorm or a fog or anything like that. I mean, we don't anticipate. Uh, in fact, we expect, uh, anticipate having really, really good weather when they're here looking at it. So um, that would be the only thing that would delay the start of the event. But uh, otherwise, just, you know, excited and ready to get it going. It's a lot of boats, and it is an exciting event. Well, I appreciate you taking time, Neil. We will catch up maybe after and talk about the next one. Can't wait. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Bye. I plan to be out on the lake on the boat shooting pictures and video of uh, folks catching fish for this big event, and I hope to see some of you out there. And I'll, I'll talk a lot more about it next week and keep you up to date on the happenings of that tournament. And it's another great thing for us here to have in Anderson. It's part of a very busy march. In addition to the AIM Connector Run and the big FLW events, on Thursday this week, the Friends of uh, Belton Area Museum Association are going to have an event from 6.30 to 9. It's a fundraiser at the Belton Depot. Tickets are available, and there will be an auction and some heavy hors d'oeuvres, and it, it's the part of the Italian theme, so you might want to get in touch with them. You can find their information on their Facebook page is the easiest way for the Belton Area Museum Association. Then next Saturday, big event, the 19th. It's Walk with the Docs. It's that fundraiser for the Anderson Free Clinic. If you listened last week, you heard Craig Chapelier talking about the great work the Free Clinic does here in Anderson, all the great volunteers, doctors, and other folks who help out there. So I hope you will support the Walk with the Docs. You can find all the details you need to know about help, how to support that or if you want to get out and walk on their Facebook page. And returning next week to the Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust is the one and only Amos Wells, who will be answering all of your gardening and lawn questions. You can send them to askamos at andersonobserver.com. We already have a few questions coming in about the spring, but if you want to get some questions in, you've got time before next week and Amos's appearance back on the Anderson Observer Podcast. Well, enjoy the spring weather, and I'll hope to see you this weekend or next week out at one of the great events going on here at Anderson. 
And tune in again next week for my Anderson Observer podcast, News from People You Trust. And until then, get on and do something to make Anderson a better place. We'll have no need to call the road when we get to the vision hole. There'll be you, me, and old dog Trey to do the time away if we don't. Pull a perch or bass, we'll cool our toes in dewy grass, or else pull up a weed to chaw and maybe set and jaw. Hang around, taking our ease, watching that hound, us scratching at his flea. Come on, take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. I can't think. Of a better way to pass the time of day.